Thanks for checking out and subscribing to the Bro Talk Live podcast. Now, if you're interested in advertising on the show, hit us up on our Contact Us page on brotalklive.com. If you like the show, leave us a rating on iTunes or the Google Play Store. But most of all, enjoy the show. We're brothers. We're happy and we're singing and we're colored. Give me a high five. Dex, what up, bro? How are you? Dex, the one here reporting live for duty. Super excited to be here. I do have a question, though. He's one of my coworkers, so I don't want to be too rough on the guy. But who the hell gave Steve Harvey two shows back-to-back on Sunday night? Like, <laughs> In addition to all the shows he's got, it's not like he's dropping shows. Like, like I remember, Jason, you mentioning that Steve Harvey had a show. I don't know if it was on this show or if it was just like in our regular conversation. But I, I guess I didn't really think much of it or whatever. But this morning, I was watching Good Morning America. They were like, oh, tune in to Family Feud this weekend. And then... <laughs> and then the Thunderdome. And, and, and another show. Like what I talked about on the show. Like, though, that's not even the show that I was talking about. There's another like, well, show. Damn, just take over Sunday nights. <laughs> he has a whole nother talk show coming, like like Live with Kelly Ripper or whatever like that. Oh, yeah, they're here in Los Angeles. That's the one where you can't look him in the face and all that. Okay. Yeah, that's the one you can't look him in the face. So, yeah. Wait, Michael's looking look him in the face? Huh? Because he's yeah. not having any of it. Yeah, he said, he said, um, like, people subordinates. Um, are not allowed to um, speak to him or look him in the face because you know during his time when he's off, he feels like he should be off and he shouldn't have to, you know, speak be. Ask look at him. No, what he's really saying is like you can't bust into his dressing room anymore and like just be like, "Hey, Steve, have me in." Yeah, oh. he's past that. Oh yeah, that that's reasonable. <laughs> As, you sit there, <laughs> As he scarfs this Velveeta down his throat. <laughs> You guys want me to be poor like you so bad, but you know that I'm not. What is eating Velveeta shells and cheese that I feel like that's sounds good. poor to me. I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, 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 so now you will. You don't know what we're talking about? Okay. No, no, I don't oh, know what you're talking me. about. Excuse me for living in high class. <laughs> Ty, Bag- I know how you feel. Bagged food, canned <laughs> vegetables. Never. <laughs> Microwave. And the two of you have been to my house. You ain't seen nair microwave, no bag, not nary a can. You ain't seen it. <laughs> well, they are. You know, it's back to school specials now. So because you need a microwave, they are on sale now. I think you have a microwave. You have a microwave. I, no, I don't think you got one because you can afford it. I mean, microwaves aren't cheap. Like, these things are kind of expensive. If the checks ain't cashing, they ain't cashing. But look, when these back to school sales come on, you better get it. Sis, I'm not, going, I'm not eating Hot Pockets like you. Do you, have the, do you have the counter space? Is that why? <laughs> <laughs> you, you are trying it. I'm just trying to figure yeah, out how you warm, I'm just trying to figure out how you warm up your little cheese, your two dollar cheese steaks from the poppy store if you don't got a microwave. Like, what do you do? Put it in the oven? I do. <laughs> now, now, what are you gonna put that microwave on one of them little milk crates? It's gonna be on his little crates. You see outside? You are gonna stack some crates? <laughs> one, one, of them, one of them orange extension cords running all the way across the room. Just to get no. I got I to gotta, I gotta go steal the milk crate from the uh, corner store. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, Bro Talk Live, we're always on the mark. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Um, and uh, we will bring a show to you. Also, follow us on iTunes. Um, if you're listening to the podcast, I thank you very much. You feel free to tune in 
to the show live next week if you would like. But if you just prefer the podcast, we appreciate you listening as well. All right, so let's move on with the show. Um, the first topic we're going to be talking about, should Bill Maher be fired? Um, have not heard. You might have been living under a rock. Bill Maher had a part on his show where he offended um, a lot of the black community. Um, and this is the dialogue that he had with a senator. I can't remember his name. It does not matter. Um, he said, quote, adults dress up for Halloween. They don't do that in Nebraska. The senator responded by saying, it's frowned upon. We don't do that quite as much. Bill Maher said, I got to get to Nebraska more. Um, the senator said, you're welcome. We'd love to have you work in the fields with us. Maher replied by saying, work in the field? Huh, senator, I'm a house nigger. Then the crowd kind of laughed and sniggled a little bit, and he responded by saying it's a joke. And he kept going on um, with the interview. No one really gagged or anything like that. Um, but, yeah, people had strong opinions to it, including um, one, DeRay De McKeeson. Um, who is an advocate, uh, activist, whatever you want to call it. You know, he's always talking. Shut up. Always saying something. He, this, is like, this is like our version of Al Sharpton. Sir, like, we get it. Let somebody else, like, take on this fight for a minute. It's, <laughs> it's, him, it's him and Sean King always just like. Mm, like Jesse Jackson like, and Al Sharpton, the two of them. Yes, they're, uh, Jackson, they're the new version of Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton, but I digress. because. So you don't think they're more um, Martin and Malcolm, they're more Jesse and Al? <laughs> Um, he said, but really, Bill Maher's got to go. There are no explanations that make this acceptable. And why did the audience think it was okay to laugh? And Ben Sassy, that's the congressman's name. We finally came upon it, so I was able to say his name. Um, ben Sass, is it Sassy or Sass? Sassy? I think it's Sass. Sass. Let's go with like a French, like a Sass suit. Say? Like Sass. Wait, we don't say that again? <laughs> like a Sass suit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he said uh, he didn't even flinch. Um, what's happening in the world? Chance the Rapper also responded um, on Twitter by saying, please, HBO, do not air another episode of Real Time with Bill Maher. Bill Maher did come on the next day with an apology saying, quote, Friday nights are always my worst night of sleep because I'm up reflecting on the things I should or shouldn't have said on my live show. Last okay. night was a particularly long night as I regret the word I used in the banter of a live moment. The word was offensive, and I regret saying it, and I'm very sorry. Um, people had his back, though, like Donna Brazil, the former DNC. Uh, house. I don't want Donna Brazil to have anybody's back. The only back she had was big, broad back Hillary. That's the only back she had, and now she's jobless for it. Next. She said, let's accept his contrition. We're not, we're not accepting her um, quote next. Wait, wait, Will, let him get to the next one, because that's even worse. <laughs> yes, that's what he no. needs to do. Larry King said, um, I've been a friend of Bill Maher's for years, and there's not a racist bone in his body. Let's accept his apology and move on. Ain't uh, all your bones white. Next. <laughs> now Larry needs to be fired, too. Larry ain't got no job. <laughs> he has, like, a little podcast. There's all unemployed people coming to his defense. And Killer Mike, um, the rapper from Run the Jewels, said, uh, Blacks, I, mean, I think he meant to say Blacks, but he said, Blacks uh, have bigger things than nigger to concern ourselves with. Uh, black banks, gentrification, economics, and trade education. Love. He just still catching those Bill Maher checks, but anyway. <laughs> he's on Bill Maher all the time. And Killer Mike, we do have time to talk about the N-word, too. So Yeah, we can, we can fit it. We can pencil it in our schedule. We got some time. Um, oh, we got time. Bill Maher has entered damage control mode um, with his next guest. Um, during next, this Friday's show, he will speak to three, <laughs> according to Salon, three outspoken African-American guests. I love the way no, he, I, I, <laughs> That's a Salon quote, by the way. 
Um, academic and progressive author Michael Eric Dyson, rapper and film star Ice Cube, and liberal activist Simone Sanders will join um, Bill Maher on Friday. Um, Michael Eric Dyson posted this on his Instagram page. I'm emotional about this. I love Bill Maher. He's a very dear friend, but as I've made plain through the years, the N-word should be reserved for black use, period. Having said that, as he shows on Real Time nearly every week, Bill's been a champion of many fights for black justice. He has bravely and relentlessly pillared racism, white privilege, and white indifference to the black plight. Plus, he has, from the start, featured brilliant black personalities on his show, whether on network TV and now cable. In short, he has used his platform to highlight black faces and amplify black voices that might never have otherwise been giving a prominent perch to tell their truths. Given the Bill Maher I know, he will use this opportunity to strengthen his role as an ally to black people. Guys, what are your thoughts? Should Bill Maher be fired um, for his use of the term nigger on his show? Absolutely, I love that show. You love Bill Maher, really? Yeah, I do. Um, Bill Maher is somebody who's like, been a subtle racist for years and has thrown those racial undertones in that show. And it's like slight little jokes that he's been making for decades. I don't think this is number one surprising because this is something that, I mean, like, like he's a joke. Like I've, I don't watch Bill Maher. I think he's a joke. He's like a subtle racist and people are like, Oh, he's a good person. Being a good person doesn't excuse you from being a racist. Um, I don't think that Bill Maher is a racist. I think that he's more like that friend that is so comfortable that they it's ask you like, that's a racist. That ain't that much comfort in the world. I can't. Like, like he's like that person. Um, I don't know. I, I, didn't I, I just feel like it's one of those situations where first it's like, should it be fired? Like, oh no, everybody shouldn't be fired just because something they say or do something bad. But at this, at the same time, why shouldn't they be like why if somebody does something that's inappropriate that they shouldn't be doing or whatever and that it's like offensive to people then get rid of them there's somebody else that we can put in that seat and they can do the same thing that he's been doing before but they'll do it better and, and they'll learn from his lessons learn from your lessons the way billy bush did and go away like i really if don't you haven't like, fired donald trump for being racist then but you know what? we're not talking about donald trump right now we're talking about bill maher let's get this no, i think him. bill maher I, I think i think he's fine to apologize Look, when donald trump when donald trump used the n-word we'll have this conversation about him but until I then mean, we're talking about but Mark, this racism actually has power if he this didn't why are you making a stupid comment um that he thought would be funny and it wasn't we didn't agree we told him it was a stupid comment he apologized for moving on ty a stupid comment is saying global warming doesn't exist Using using saying that I'm not a field in word, I'm a house in word, like that is not a stupid comment. That is something that like you thought of, you thought it was funny, you thought it was cute. Well, he's a comedian, so that. he tries to do that's not funny. Don't joke about people you know, not who funny. suffered in a damn field and suffered in a house slaving their lives away because they had no other choice. That's not a joke. I don't hear you I'm, joking about the Holocaust. That's not a joke. You don't joke no. about that. Don't joke about it. And and, I, and I'm really sick and tired of telling people that. Like, I'm not going to continue to tell you that I don't want you or anybody else using the N-word around me. Like, I don't want that happening. And if, and, and if you're using it on TV, if people didn't go off and say something about it, he would still be doing it. Like, it's okay. And just like he did it, there are people defending the fact that he did it. So now when other people do it, the only thing they can do is, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. And we just move on like it's okay. No, like you said, and then this damage control crap, like if you didn't mean it and, and all this crap like that, then you wouldn't be going on damage control and all this extra crap that you're doing. What, what I 
Ice Cube and all these other black people be on the show if you didn't say that? You're only doing well, that. Ice Cube, for to be fair, Ice Cube was um, pre-scheduled for that. that these are, I'm saying, these anyway. are people he's always um, on, The only person that was added was Michael Eric Dyson. But look at that, though. Michael, uh, Eric, Michael Eric Dyson, out of the three of those people, would be the one that most black people would kind of look at to kind of like be a, vo a voice for them in this situation. We're, gonna, like, we're not going to look at Ice Cube to speak up for us in this situation when he uses the freaking N-word. Like, it's high. Well, I like, yeah, like I said, Ice Cube was there to promote a film that he's working on anyway. And he so did not go either. Like, like, like I'm like Ice Cube should look at this and be like, "Is this really something that I should be promoting? I'm promoting this film to black people. I want black people to come see this film of mine, and I'm gonna be on this." He's show. not. He's not though. He's like, promoting it to white people because like, he wants white people to come see it. Like it's like, let me get this other call. I got the black audience. I was in NWA. Like, let and me we come need get to this. stop doing that. We really need to stop doing. We really should look at Ice Cube doing this and say, like, oh, "What's your deal? Like, what are you getting out of this?" It's a joke because otherwise, like it's it, it's like him. It's like that whole um, I can't Paula Paula Dean situation. Hey, I'm not black. Look, I'm not racist. Look how many black people I know. All right. Well, <laughs> let me say this, Ty. To just I'm not playing devil's advocate. I'm just I'm recognizing where you see Belmar from. Um, as a comedian, should you be able to say things that are a little more on the edge? Like for instance, if Dave Chappelle. Um, like he says stuff during his comedy shows all the time. Bill Maher just has a nightly show where he talks or whatever about policies and politics, but in the comedic using his comedy skills. But if Dave Chappelle was to say something about white people um, that people would find offensive, um, should he be given a pass just as Bill Maher, I guess, has kind of, quote unquote, been given a pass because HBO hasn't said they're canceling anything. Um, I think they would give Dave Chappelle a pass. Um, but I don't feel like just because you didn't get fired automatically means that you received a pass. Like you had to acknowledge you were wrong. You had to say sorry. You had, I mean, sometimes like do we want to, we we're moving to up. Uh, this person said this, this person said that, get them off TV. But you have to look at his programming versus the programming that you're seeing on TV. We don't have that many shows that call out the BS that's going on that um, combat some of the BS is going on. Like we want to rip it off TV. A lot of people really want to use this to get the show off TV because they're like Donald Trump supporters or this or that. People who are clearly racist, but they want to pretend that they're offended by the N-word. The other half of the people, they, the, whatever, who cares? <laughs> I thought you were going to say something. About you, what, what, what about <laughs> I was us? hanging on it. <laughs> the other half of people are full, uh, mostly full of shit anyway because they use the N-word all the time. Now, you've but never heard me say that, I ever. Never. Okay, not Dexter, once. the perfect person didn't use the N-word. No, I'm not a perfect so person, people, but like, I buried most, the N-word in 2009. Do other people get to speak on the show, or is this like Dexter and friends? Well, that's what you think. Like, to be honest with you, like, get I rid mean, of his self and put Bro Talk Live on there. Like, I'd be okay with it. Like, out with the old, in with the bros. We no, call, we call I, I don't find it necessary to um, cancel someone's show because they said something stupid. I feel uh, like we do do this. Well, never mind. We offend way more people than Bill Maher do. We've offended more people that if anyone show <laughs> deserves to be yanked. So what? So what? I Give us like we like, I feel like we have a lot of nerve. As many offensive things that we've said over the years, like anything, YouTube should be like banning this show. If anything. <laughs> and I wish they would. I slapped them with the biggest racial lawsuit they've ever seen. You just on YouTube. <laughs> you better believe it. I'm pulling the race card hard as I can. <laughs> All right. Um, speaking of black, um, one yes, <laughs> I love I love this lady. Um, that hates all people. Like you, 
You hate Bill Maher. Now you hate poor Maxine. She's done nothing to you. She's so ignorant. I cannot stand her. Well, I love That's Auntie Maxine. Maxine. She's done nothing. All the people that defend you, you hate. Bill Maher has been defending. <laughs> I uh, love you. Maxine Waters have been defending. Um, you love Jason. He offends you every single time. I day. love you too. And you, you don't no, you hate me. I don't even see you. We live 15 minutes away. You hate me. I've never seen anything mean to you. <laughs> well, Auntie Waters, um, it all happened. Uh, this story that I'm about to talk about. Said, let me uh, set the scene. Yeah, let me set the scene. When this, uh, I'm not sure which show this guy is from. Um, uh, I can't remember. It begins with a T. That speaks it's, volumes. It's like an internet show or something like that. Not like Bro Talk, but like, uh, I can't remember what it's called. It's like Not a, a good less one. quality. <laughs> something of less quality. It's like this network that has white liberals on it and they try Ooh. to call out people. Whatever. I can't remember what it is. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah I know what you're talking about. But um, this guy, Michael Tracy, I guess, is one of the employees there. Um, and he tweeted this Repres- Representative Maxine Waters just shoved me and angrily stormed off as That's I right. asked her questions. First problem. Not a violent shove, but she initiated physical contact. Uh, he decided oh, to shut the hell up. I'm sorry, go ahead. He said, uh, quote, I've interviewed many members of Congress and never once had any of them initiated unwarranted physical contact. Maxine Waters did that today. After asking her two questions at a public event, the March for Truth in Los Angeles, she became agitated, stormed off, and shoved my arm. As I explicitly stated in my initial tweet reporting the incident, I didn't perceive the action to be excessively violent. The words push or swat could also be apt descriptors. Anything that that connotes unwarranted physical contact. I wasn't meaningfully impeding her path. There was no reason for the contact. My camera person observed the incident and immediately identified it as a shove or a push. The semantics are immaterial here, as it obviously doesn't rise to the level of an assault, blah, 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 blah. Um, She hit me. I'm mad about it. So this is what the conversation was about. Um, He asked Maxine, Russia is not our friend. I'm sorry. Maxine Waters said, Russia is not our friend and that they are undermining our democracy by hacking into our elections and trying to determine, as they have done, who should be president of the United States. And that's very important. So the guy um, tried to get slick and call on Barack Obama saying, when you say Russia is not our friend, was Obama mistaken to forge military cooperation with Russia and Syria and try to get a start treaty, uh, try to get a start treaty? Um, Maxine then got kind of fed up. She said, look, you and I, sir, have a different agenda, young man. I'm out to impeach this president. Get that through your little slick, hard head. I'm out to impeach the president. I'm not going to be diverted by the people who are Obama haters. And here is uh, that that shove or swat or whatever you want to call it um, on a loop. So you can just determine for yourself. If that looks like a shove to you, she, uh, a she walked past his stupid ass. <laughs> um, he has a microphone in her face, um, and she clearly does not want it there. She says, she I mean, You know what's it. interesting about this is a few weeks ago, maybe it was last month or a month before, when they were voting for the um, the congressman, whoever the hell he was, who punched a reporter right in his face. Yeah. Um, and, and he won. And, and he still won. Like, if, they, if he doesn't kiss my ass, like, I get so sick of their shit. They I asked. mean, their stuff. They asked it's Maxine. Like so ridiculous. They asked her what she had to say about it. She said, the right wing have all these people harassing me, following me around, trying to intimidate me. I'm surrounded oftentimes or I'm met on several times at an event like by, by different ones of them. They want me to go away. But, Joy, I'm not going anywhere. They can't intimidate me. I'm not afraid of them. 
And certainly this 125 pound woman is not around pushing these big men. So he just lied. And if you look at the video, it shows you there was no pushing. I walked away from him. They're going to continue to harass me, but that, okay, I'm accustomed to being harassed. So did Maxine Waters go over the line? Dex? <laughs> go ahead, Dex. Yes. <laughs> I don't care. We can argue. I don't care. Yeah, she did. She should have put her hands on that man. Oh, come like, on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she didn't want to answer his question so she kind of like went off a little bit like i don't necessarily think she like shoved him or whatever but i think the you truth don't was, necessarily think she she absolutely didn't shove him and you know i'm using I, I said what i wanted to say wow. my issue is that you know as a journalist oh well oh, here so we go <laughs> as a journalist i just feel like it, it's one of those things that like people are always disrespecting us and it's kind of like we're just, <laughs> we're just, we're just trying to get a story out there we're just trying to get the facts out there for people and it's like these people they're out there you're a public figure we're trying to talk to you they always if they don't want to answer a question they just kind of give us their butt to kiss and like she's another person that's doing that you that's want right. us to sit and listen to you while you're trying to impeach our president but yet you want to answer a question Yes, but yet you won't even answer questions that we're trying to get out to you. Like, we're really trying to just have an open dialogue with you. Why can't you give us the same respect? um, Bill, do you have a response to Portia Williams' uh, take on this? Oh, and he works for the Young Turks, by the way. Young Turks, that's what it is. That's the T. I knew it was something. I was all all with you to that last go around about Bill Maher. But you out here (laughs) Well, you know we can't agree the whole time. (laughs) Like, you are saying anything. Number one. Your our president doesn't even like people that look like you, nappy-headed boy. That's the first thing. That's what he's calling you behind the scenes. He's calling you the field nigga. So that's the first thing. You you got to say, no, be quiet. I'm not done yet. Number two, he's going around grabbing no, your mom and everybody else that has a vagina, a grabbing snatch. them out of snatch. That's the second thing. Number three, Mother Maxine kindly just swatted that little fly right <laughs> off the of because he was antagonizing her and she didn't have any more of it. That's the problem around here. More of them need to be swatted away and we won't have so many issues. Okay. Do you think much was made out of nothing? I mean, we don't really oh, have footage oh, of much oh, of this basically. in politics, but um, I guess you and I both know that she didn't touch that little girly man. He's like, oh, she swatted me. I, I'm not saying, like, oh, shut up. He's fine. He should have got lived. The other guy got, he took a good punch to the face. Now, now that's journalism. I don't know what you're doing. Right. You're What's crying that? over oh. a swat. This journalist name? got punched clean in his face and <laughs> jumped back up to finish his story. Now that is journalism. What's that mean? Horatio, Horatio Gonzalez? Horatio Garcia? Is it Gonzalez or Garcia? Whatever the hell his name was. The one got them glasses and that big mustache. He be getting beat up by KKK. You talking about Geraldo? Geraldo Rivera. He's going around. <laughs> He's going Horatio. Horatio, like who the heck? You know, and pull the plug on this Horatio show. Pull the plug on this show, please. Yo, <laughs> I wasn't even able to Horatio, no Gonzalez. idea what you were talking about. Nick Horatio. And, and, and the fact that I knew who you were talking about just <laughs> make this. <laughs> No, because I thought when he said mustache, I was like, Haram. I thought I him, but then I was like, well, that's not Horatio. He said Horatio. <laughs> okay. He's been going around taking, getting beat up by um, senators for years. That's journalism. He deserves that ass beating, too. 
<laughs> All right. Um, it's $25,000, $25,000. Uh, because there's two very different uh, opinions going on out there about the same amount of money. Um, <laughs> one of which is this camel that this boy got for his prom by his mother. Wait, wait, wait. Um, this, happened I, in, this happened in Philadelphia. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I, I have to preface this. Um, I found out that he is one of my cousin's cousins. Okay, that's that's so, we still gonna talk about. It. I mean, that's not gonna stop us from talking about. I it. mean, I'm just I'm just saying I'm gonna be light on what I say. Okay, but here here's the footage of him. Um, he had three cars. He had a Lamborghini, a Range Rover, and I think it was a Bentley or something like that that he that you know they had on loan for the night. Um, his, oh yeah, Rolls Royce, one of those. Um, there goes the Lamborghini right there. Um, but he had three outfits, three dates. Um, his mother said that she wanted to spend uh, this amount of money, which was $25,000, um, because she had just uh, beaten cancer and she wanted to throw her boy the biggest time of his life. She wanted to send him to Dubai, um, but she decided to bring Dubai to Philly, um, all equipped with a camel. Um, so, guys, uh, that is $25,000 one way. The next way uh, will be the way Kendrick Lamar decided to spend it on a graduation gift uh, for his little sister by buying her a 2017 Toyota Camry. Um, people, uh, some people thought it was a great gesture. Some people thought Kendrick was being cheap, um, saying Kendrick can't buy his sister a better car than a Toyota Camry. Did uh, someone else said if I got a car? If I, <laughs> like that joke, <laughs> if I gotta buy a car for my sis, I'm gonna make it look sexy, which is um, an ode to one of his um, singers. I think it's called Element, uh, for his new album, Damn. Um, so, guys, if you had to spend twenty five thousand dollars one way, would you get your little sister a car, or would you get your son um, a camel for prom? Uh, y'all well, know I'm um, I would like to say that um, Kendrick Lamar is on record being um, very reasonable with his money. Um, they, there was a big article a few years ago about him buying a, a house that only cost $500,000 and things like that. I mean, for somebody who has money, that's a good house for me. But if you're rich, like if Kendrick Marr is free to buy me a Camry and I drive that thing Amen. until the wheels fell off. He's not obligated to walk around buying ridiculous cars. The car drives, and she got a free car that she didn't have to purchase. I think that's fine. My sister has not been gifted a car from me, so I'm not going to talk trash about the type of car that he gave to his sister. I think that's stupid. Um, Dex, $25,000, which way are you spending it? The camel or the car? Um, I, would, I would definitely go with the car. Um, but just like to give a little bit inside on both of these stories, um, but the Kendrick Lamar story, like, I mean, it's a, it's a Toyota. It's a, it's a cool car. It's going to last the girl for a while or whatever. It's not coming out of her pocket. That's cool. It's probably her first car or whatever. It's a graduation gift. But the next car, like for college graduation, can we like get like a Range Rover or something like that? You know, like we'll start a Range Rover money. But I'm just saying, can, no, we, can but, we work, can but we work he, our way up to like something cool? What kind of car is he at for himself though? He probably doesn't buy that. No, I'm just saying like if I'm the sister, I'm like. I look, I appreciate, I'm humble. I appreciate this Toyota. Like I will drive this thing, you know, for my four or five years of college or whatever. But like after I graduate, like, you know, can you hook me up with like something a little cooler? <laughs> um, like, um, that, that Camry takes regular gas. So I would, I would expect that, especially in Los Angeles, um, you appreciate anything that takes regular gas. That's fair. With the camel situation, it's actually interesting. I actually, I actually had um, an opportunity to spend some time around the family today and it's very interesting. Like, oh, do you have like insider information? What's going on with this? 
Oh, okay. that's I mean, it. No more than everybody else had who listens to the in the morning. But um, it's just really interesting how you know, like how, how big this story got. Like, I will say, I don't think that the, the mom in this situation, or even the son, had any idea how crazy this story would be, how much it would blow up. So I do, I don't think it was done for like show in a sense. I really do think it was done because this is something that she genuinely wanted to do for her son. However, I don't think it was the smartest thing to do with your money. I think that there were so many other ways that she could have spent her money. But again, it's her money, so you do what you got to do with it. Just, I mean, you have to understand, like, you've, you've gone viral. You have accepted roles on TV shows. I mean, you know, you've accepted interviews on TV shows and radio interviews and stuff like that. So the, the scrutiny that's going to continue to come, like, you have to just deal with that. And I do know that they do have issues with the scrutiny that they're constantly dealing with. But it's kind of like you put yourself out there. You kind of have to deal with it. What I'm a little bit confused about, the only thing I'm confused about are the three dates. Like, what did he do in three cars? Like, how did that work out? Like, did you... They all, like, I think he rode, rode, I should say, with one of them, and the two others followed that one. Like, he one drove of them was to prom. The third girl like, was actual girlfriend. Did he, like, like, drive to prom with an entourage, and they just, like, rode behind him, and he, like, yeah, got exactly. in one and got out and got in one and got out just to sit in all three cars? I don't know if he actually got it. I think he just waited by the door and like uh, I'm seeing like three cars, three outfit changes, three dates. Like what yeah. what you did all that for the send-off? Did you actually go to the prom? <laughs> yeah, this is all the send-off. So yeah, I don't I'm not sure what happened once he got to prom, which outfit he actually wore um inside of the dance. Um but I have no issue with it personally. Um and the reason being well people say, Well, would you do that with your money? No, I would not do that with my money. But I have no issue with what you do with your money. I don't feel like I have the right to tell you what you're, you should and should not do. Um, I do know that after reading an article, the mother had faced death three particular, three times. And I guess, and from what I heard, she's also, there's a scare that she might have something else coming up that she's afraid that she might not beat. So I think that she went all out just in case, like this was the last big thing she could end up doing for her son because she might not make it to see his like next big thing. So, but, it, um, but does that make any sense? Or, like, was that really if with what you just said, right? Because this is that's what she that's what she said as well. And like, I understand okay. that, but like for me, it kind of if you were doing this for your son and not for yourself, why wouldn't you give your son the money or like do something? You know what I mean? Like where it'll actually benefit him long term versus like I feel like this is for you. Like you did this so you could see it, so you could be around for it. Not necessarily. I, I just don't. I just don't see. As she did it for a memory for her son. I mean, like it's a memory that she's going to have with her son forever. I mean, whoever lives, you know, if her son lives um, a long time, he will never forget that. So I mean, I yeah, think like, that's a memory she wants to create. He'll be like, "Yes, my mom gave me my first twenty-five thousand before she passed, and I did." Yeah, no one's going to care about that. with it, or I paid my tuition with it for a year. Or maybe not even tuition, but it's just like, you know, like this is something that I use to like fix my door. I mean, this is something that I use to like, you know, like live life or what. I don't, I don't know. I mean, look, when my dad, I do want to shout out. When my, hold on, when my dad died, he left me a lot of money. So it's like when when I got it, I didn't really do anything except for paying my college tuition with it. Like, so it helped me through college, but it's it's not nothing. It's not a story I can tell. Right. And I understand that, but I just feel like is, is it necessary to have a story like that to say like my mom did this for me? Like, I mean, I just, it, it will be it will be pretty cool. Like, you'll never forget that type of. You'll never forget the magnitude of that of how much she loved you. Like, you will never question that. I mean, it's what they chose to do. I don't see why that's our business. I don't see why 
we have, like, I would never have an objection to how you, like, if you were to go out and buy a new car right now, I would not object. Like, why would I object? Like, what would that have to do with me? All right, Bill. I'm sorry. You had a shout out to give? Actually, yes, to uh, a friend of mine. He's a pastor in New Jersey. He actually styled uh, them for the event, Cheyenne. Will, you're shouting your pastor out for He's not my pastor, so stop. Okay. Don't make me smack the taste off your I'm tongue. I'm just trying to figure out, like, what? Okay. <laughs> so, um, so Bill, what inside information can you provide us? Um, any backstory? Not a drop. <laughs> <laughs> so, were you at the Camel Celebration? Heck no. Did you know? I don't go back happen? down there no more. I was at 34th and Cliff, so I did not go back down there no more. Did you know it was going to happen? Nope. Okay. And, 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 and I didn't even know that, like, they were my cousin's cousin until I was, like, scrolling down Facebook and their last name, I looked and like one of my cousins, like he has, they have the same last name. And I was like, huh, let me see what he's talking about. And then I looked and I was like, oh, it's my cousin's cousin. Cute. All right. So, <laughs> go ahead. All right, uh, let's move to Q&A. Time for Q&A, Speed Are we moving quickly? No, we'll, we'll spit it up, trust me. Um, Q&A, that's the part of the show where you all get to ask us questions. And we mansplain. Diligently answer them because we are we have a journalist on staff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> An IT person on staff. I mean, we have everybody. So anything you need, we got. Um, I think I do the most journalism. We got a, we got a pastor on staff. Um, or minister, I don't know what you call yourself. Um, we got all types of stuff on staff, so we got this. Um, so first thing is person, parents, place, church, thing, divorce. That one. Boring. Okay. Mm. Um, person, coworker, place, work, and thing, creepy. They all creepy. Next. <laughs> right. Person is a friend. Place, and a thing, organ donor. Organ donation. That's the one. <laughs> okay, you're gonna be, you're gonna regret that. And definitely that uh, last one. Person atheist <laughs> plays yes. barbecue thing. That Jason, you did a good job of making that seem significantly <laughs> more interesting than it was. Um, <laughs> so we picked the bottom two. That's cool. All right, the first one. Person so friend place and uh, yeah, organ donation. All right, Dex, you asked for it, and you'll it get that'd it. That'd be good too. This is a t this is a totally hypothetical question. Oh no, we don't do hypothetical. We gotta help people <laughs> next. Let's uh -uh. <laughs> no, another one. We do not answer hypotheticals. Just listen to the thing. I have a question that a friend asked me, which is now leading to a fight. My friend asked me if I would ever be uh, be a living organ donor to a stranger. I said that I wouldn't. My friend then asked me if I would donate to somebody I knew slightly like an acquaintance or a coworker. Again, I said no. My friend then asked me if I would donate to a good friend. We were good friends. I said, no, I would not. This is where my friend got mad. My friend is in perfect health, which you don't know that because he might not be. Perfect health and does not need a kidney or any other organ. Again, you don't know that. My friend asked me why I would be so selfish. I told my friend that working in the medical field I wonder what you do in the medical field. That's interesting. I hate when people say that. Like, what do you do? I mean, you know these people, they work at a radio station. They're journalists. <laughs> <laughs> Working in the medical field, I know 
that there are no guarantees. You can die or have complications from any kind of surgery. And donating a kidney is a major surgery. Plus, I would be out of work for a while. Plus, I have a host of relatives I would donate to, including my spouse, sibling, nieces, nephews, cousins, etc. Um, for some bizarre reason, this is sorry. This has caused a huge rift in what was a good friendship. Do you think it is selfish to not want to be a living donor to anyone but a relative? I assume they meant. I wouldn't personally. Uh, well, I don't know. Um, I, I'm not. I mean, look, my dad needed kidney surgery. Um, he ended up, you know, getting on the donors list. He got kidney transplant, I think, about four years after he got on the. So he had to do four years of dialysis. And that's rough. Um, but personally, I don't think I will be pulling any organs out of my body for some fact, because I don't know when one of my organs is going to fail. Um, so <laughs> I might need that other one that I'm giving to somebody else. Um, as a living person. Now, bone marrow transplants, those are different. I know those are super, super, super painful, um, but those are, you know, that's something that you can give freely without having to worry about um, any repercussions. But uh, I don't think I would personally do organ donor just because I don't like surgeries. Um, but, you know, I think it's to each his own. And I don't think someone could like hate you, I should say, for choosing not to go under the knife. If I needed a kidney and my friend would not give it to me, I wouldn't get upset, let alone for a hypothetical reason. I think that is utterly ridiculous. Like you have the right to give away um, organs if you feel like it. And if you don't want to give away organs, don't give them away. It's really that simple. I don't understand this at all. I couldn't imagine your friendship being all that great especially given how boring that hypothetical question was. Um, <laughs> so I just, no, you can't I just rip it. the people who send us in questions. Like what? Then on top of that, get angry, like full blown serious anger. And I just find it to be ridiculous. If you don't want to give away a kidney, then don't. But I feel like maybe your friend is sick. Like this is the only way. That's I what see I'm saying. He's hiding something. Like The only way I can see getting that mad is if your friend is genuinely sick and then realize that they can't come to you if they're going to ask, and they planned on asking for a kidney. Exactly. You were like, hell no, I wouldn't. Like, that's the only way I can see them getting really upset. So your friend might need a kidney. So call them and find out if that's what's going on. Yeah, and you tell them that talk. you can't help them, but you're welcome to go to dialysis with them and hold their hand and go through the process while they're on the donor list, because you you're under no obligations to go into surgery. And like Jason said, you really don't know if your body can handle giving away a kidney because you don't know if your kidney is on its last leg or last pump um, <laughs> last clean whatever it does I, I am an organ donor like if i die i'm an organ donor but as far as me being alive i don't even like to give out references so <laughs> <laughs> the last thing i'm trying to give you is is a piece of body you know like <laughs> so so a piece of body uh, Bill, um, do you have anything for this? For this, uh... I actually, um, I'm not gonna say that. I, dep depending on the situation, I would. I am an organ donor, like when I die, like because I don't think I'm going to need them when I die. You know, <laughs> they like, tell people, they tell black people, don't put that on their licenses because um, they think you're going to end up like get out and you just. Here's the thing, though. I already have a like. I've heard that like, oh, don't put that on there because they're gonna kill you faster. Here's the thing. I already have a DNR in place, so. If you can't resuscitate me, you can't kill me. Like, what's I'm already what's dead. What's the DNR? Do not resuscitate? Do not resuscitate. 
So like, you don't, like, don't want to be resuscitated if you go into cardiac arrest? I, if I I'm ever in a situation where they really? have... Where really? If I'm in a situation where it's even a, an option where it's like... Boy, like have a good one. Resuscitate my ass. Resuscitate him or not or whatever. If you have to think about it, it's probably not worth doing it. Just let me go. Everything is in the bag. But why? But I, I just don't understand why you wouldn't... That's weird. Why? Why not resuscitate you? Why? I mean, why you, know, be, you you can try to resuscitate me or whatever, but if it's a situation where it's like this boy is gone, he's dead as hell out here. I'm if like sitting on like, these tubes and machines. I'm eating through. What a does it hurt? that. What does it hurt? You're already like. What does it hurt? I just. I don't, for me, I just. I've think, literally seen someone get resuscitated, go on a breathing machine, get a little blood donated, and then come through. So for which, you, which is true, but I've but I've also seen people. Like get into these situations where it's like you know what, you you they could be saved or whatever. And and like I'm the type of person that like if you give me a, a glimpse of hope or something, like I go like very hard with it. And I've been very disappointed in situations like that where I think the person is going to come through and they're going to make it and something they don't. So like I just would never want to put anybody else through what I've been put through before. Well, at least have a chance. I mean, damn. Yeah, I, I mean, feel like that's your family's decision. They can see if you're dead as a doornail, like and, and decide that it's time. Or they can wait for you to come through. I can't imagine too many families um, pumping away money while you let a machine suck air, air in and out of your dead core. But they like, do. Like, they do that. And I don't want that. Like, I don't want a situation where you, like, I mean, well, at least want to try a couple of times. I mean, we might not try more than one day. But, Bill, I mean, like, if you die, I mean, it's just like, look, we at least want to try. I'm no, not going to sit here and let you stay there. Like, oh, eh, well. Yeah, I mean, if they try and they can't get you, that's, that's another story. Put on, put on a new outfit and just come to the fume. Like, can you just add like a T, like D and R T, like do not resuscitate twice, like maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I think. Well, I'm, you I'm, get around the wrong person, they're gonna trip you and be like, "Ah, oh, well, he said." <laughs> <laughs> that Baywatch gonna be coming to try to resuscitate him. They be like, "No, uh, uh-uh, get back." <laughs> All right. Uh, but, but, but what does that mean though? Like, how would they know that? Like, what is that on your license? It's something you have to like. It's like a part of your will. Like you have to put that. But like, if you if you get in a car accident on someone on the street, like how is that person gonna like like how does the ambulance they know that? They won't. They won't. So they'll put you on. Then when they start going through your stuff, they like, they're oh, like, roll his ass right out of the truck. They're like, oh you know, shit, do not just say pull that plug. Boop. Like, all right, have a good one. Roll his. Wait, his I have a question up. too because I just got a message about this, and it's still on the same topic. Is it? Is it bad if people don't know that you're an organ donor? Like, like the fact you guys didn't know that I was an organ donor before this conversation. Is it bad that you guys didn't know that? No, because we won't find out till you did. I mean, but just in general, though, like your friends and like people that are close to you, like should they know that? Is that something why? they should know? I mean, why? no, because why? Yeah, it's not like when you die, we can pick you and say, "Oh, yeah, I want Dex's kidneys." Like, no, they, they give it to the bank. Like, the reason I asked, the I just, white man. I was just a little taken aback. The, the message I just got was glad to know that you're an organ donor. Glad to find out through Bro Talk that you're an organ donor. I just didn't know that there was something that I should plaster on my forehead. Okay. That was a girl, wasn't it? It was a I guarantee you it was a girl. I, I'm just, you know. <laughs> no, Jen, I don't think that's a thing that people advertise. Glad like to know through Bro Talk you're an organ donor. It, it doesn't <laughs> matter. Like, it's like, like it, it is, there an, is there an organ donor like group chat? Like, going like a around? Facebook group. <laughs> Stop making fun, cause then you it's gonna be trouble problematic for me. So just stop. <laughs> you <laughs> you <laughs> They're about to wear you out. Tie you right for the next one. <laughs> yeah, the next boring one of Dex pick was um. Oh, this is it. Yeah. Um, 
it's the atheist guy again. Apparently, this person didn't get enough the first time. Um, <laughs> recently, I was asked. Hold on, like, which atheist guy? Hold on, which atheist guy do you think it is? Is it the one who they was talking about on Thanksgiving tried to pray, or is it? It wasn't there another atheist question. It was probably the guy with the with the like he said to him. Oh, the prayer thing. Like, yeah, yeah, like, like the prayer. Or something like that. And they laughed like, at the What do you say to people who died? Or, you know, yeah, it was like, you're died. in my thoughts or something like that. And he got upset no, with him. Right. Well, thanks, Atheist, atheist Guy. guy for again. Hey, Atheist Guy. Recently, I was asked by a good friend to serve as a godparent to his child. We have never discussed our personal beliefs, but I know him to be a, sorry, be a relatively devout Christian, goes to church every Sunday. For this reason, um, I felt the godparent role wasn't something to take on casually as a mark of friendship. I would generally be responsible for that child's religious education if the worst were ever to happen. Let me say something real quick. I have a follow-up question for this really quick. Yeah, because I never thought that's what that meant. Like, I wish I would give my kids to a damn godparent. Like, I have family to raise my kids first. That's what I think godparent is something cute people do. Like, oh, I'll be the godmom. Like, that's not real. Just see someone massacres your whole family. I didn't know though that you were still responsible for the religious education part of it. I just thought it well, was well. You're like, responsible for raising the child and their yeah, religious education right. being a part of it, but you're not. Like I don't want you raising my kid. But that's why you choose. That's why godparents are like. That's why it's supposed. No, to be that's dumb. Like, I, like I, if I made Jason the godparents of my kid, like, my that. kid is going to my brother. Like to raise my kids first. But see, with that. me though, like I, I like this whole godparent thing. Like I, I have godparents, or whatever. And it's not one of those situations for me. I'm sorry. For me, it's not one of those situations where, like, if something were to, like, I wouldn't go to my godparents, but I just think that person should always be in the child's life. That's how I look at it. Yeah, like, that's how I see it. Like, you should be in their life as, like, a family member, but you're not really their family member. It's like an uncle. When Jackson died, his children went to the godparent first. Like, they went to Diana Ross first because Diana Ross is their godparent. And where'd they end up? Huh? Where'd they end up? Oh, after a while, she was like, "Oh, I'm not doing this," and they went to the grandparent. They went to they went to Kathy. <laughs> Diana was like, "Nope, not happening," because they started yeah. like fighting over money and all that kind of stuff. Again, it's, oh, something just, it's not real. All right, so you could have very well been the godparent, but anyway, I would generally be responsible for education. But I'm not Christian and didn't think I would be the right person, but expressed how much I want to be a fun and supportive uncle. My <laughs> friends seemed cool about this, however. I've now been disinvited from the christening and wasn't asked to go to their Memorial Day barbecue, an annual thing I usually bring a dish to. My partner um, thinks it should be, I should reach out and clarify, even apologize if I came off as rude or unaccepting of his beliefs. But guys, I think my friend is more to blame than me. I feel very hurt and excluded. My partner (laughs) says it doesn't matter who's right, but what's the mature thing to do? And he's usually right. But honestly, an apology at this point wouldn't be sincere. What's your take? I wouldn't apologize for nothing. <laughs> apologize? I, don't, I, like, I, I wish I would apologize for that. I told you that I want to do something um, because I wasn't comfortable with it. And I didn't think that it would be the right thing to do, given my religious beliefs. Like, if I believe some stuff. Or your lack I'm like, of religious beliefs. Or my lack of religious beliefs. And I'm like, well, I know that you're a devout this or that. And I'm not that type of person, so I don't want to. Ex- I want you to have your kids raised by somebody who believes what you believe. That's what I chose to do. I don't have to raise your kids if I don't want. 
I don't. I don't feel like that the um, christening was a slight because you don't go to church. Like you're an atheist. Why the hell would they? I can see why I wouldn't invite you to a christening. But where about the stupid. barbecue? Like, stop playing. Uh, the so barbecue. Like, they probably um, are just a little. Pissed. I mean, it's a, if you yeah, got disinvited from the barbecue, they are through with. <laughs> like you've been disinvited <laughs> from the barbecue was over. And I'm okay with my being through with me. Like I had a um, a long time friend. That I apparently am no longer friends with. I'm cool with it. Like whatever. Like fuck it. Yeah, like if they don't want to be friends with you, then who cares? I wouldn't call and apologize for nothing. <laughs> like if you weren't willing to tell me that I offended you or to tell me like I, I got I was really upset by what you did, like if you're just gonna start disinviting me and disassociating yourself, then I don't I, I don't care. I feel like you should wait for a couple I mean Memorial I Day just passed. So I feel like you should wait at least till fourth of July and see if you're invited to that shindig. I wouldn't so, wait for nothing. I, the I'm thing through. is though, I'm with that. like I'm not big the on minute you're through with me, so I'm, I'm through with apologizing you. for how I feel. Like what what I'm I'm, I'm you just gonna so, do So if they invited y'all to the over. July cookout, you wouldn't go? Absolutely nah. not. Why was I invited to I'm going to I'm going to pretend like I had to think I, even if I ain't got nothing else to do, I'm busy. See, that's how you seal a breakup. Like you that's guys are right. the breakup. You're not that's trying right. to repair a relationship. Don't you're you trying ever to seal the breakup. It. Don't you, you ever forget it. You weren't willing to tell me you were upset. You wanted to be a dick about it, so I'm a bigger dick. Dex, are they overreacting? I think a little bit, like I, I, for me, like I'm one of those people. I don't chase friendships or whatever, but I do feel like if something's important to me, like I do want to like reach out and get some clarity on it. Like I'm not really one of those people who can just like jump up and stop talking to people. Like we really gotta like hash it out. And like when people get upset about things that like aren't, I'm not gonna say this is not a big deal because it is. It's your family or whatever. When people get upset about things, it's like. I would rather us come to a conclusion that we're either not going to be friends anymore, we're not going to talk anymore, and just kind of get a clear understanding versus me feeling like I offended you and we're not friends because I offended you and now I'm confused. And like, I don't, I just rather get clarity on it. Like, let's just talk about this. Like, we'll get this like squared out and then we're good I mean, to go after That's that. what happens though. Somebody gets offended and they stop talking to you and start acting ridiculous. And you're like, wait a minute. Like, I'll give them a second to really get themselves together, but I'm not about to chase behind you and I'm certainly not apologizing. Like I, you did, not. you did absolutely nothing wrong. What, what are you apologizing? I know. I will say the apology part that they're saying that they should apologize. If you have to ask other people should to apologize, you shouldn't do it. Exactly. If you felt led to apologize, oh, it doesn't matter who's right or who's wrong. I mean, it's not about who's right or who's wrong. It's about your being totally ridiculous, and then I'm going to do what? Lie about being sorry so that you can do what? Forgive me for something that I didn't do. Right. No, not happening. You're not Jesus. Well, I, I need not your forgiveness. I'll say they, they don't believe in Jesus, so they wouldn't say that. No, I don't give a rat's ass what they believe in. So <laughs> I wouldn't be mad if you didn't care. What kind of ass you don't care? What you don't care about? I don't give a flying monkey, Paul. Fuck about what you care about. Oh, a flying monkey? <laughs> Why is that going off? Like, what? <laughs> a flying monkey, Paul. All right. Send us your questions, rotalklive.com slash questions. <laughs> And we will be happy to answer them for you. For the other people we did not get to, um, hopefully we'll swing around to you sometime. Just stay tuned in. Um, when I had not had a drink, and I will not be cursing. Next. <laughs> that escalated so quickly. <laughs> Best part of the show, guys. You guys ready? Just the time. Um, seat. That's the report. <laughs> so, for just the time this week, um, which is, if you're first time watching, it's my part of the show, um, where we get to have a little bit of fun. And we're going to play Where this. <laughs> we're forcing our boy. Uh, we're gonna play a game called this or that. Um, so I want to know um, from you guys: Would you rather have this or that? Uh, first story actually. we're gonna talk about is uh, Nicki Nicki Minaj, uh, who decided to uh, 
see a picture of Assad Khaled um, and say Assad is really out here looking like a snack. Um, people caught offense to that saying, uh, damn, you're just like your brother, um, alluding to uh, the, oh, no. uh, the child molestation case that she has with her brother. Um, well, she, does, she doesn't have the case, but her brother is currently going through. Someone else said, Nikki said a seven-month-old looked like a snack. Um, that's the first story. Second story, Young Thug, um, Jacquees, who is a singer, he has a song called Bid or something. Who? You never heard of Jacquees? No. I think you said that wrong. What is it? Jacques? Jacques? <laughs> it's not Jacques. It is... J-A-Q-U-E-S is Jacques. It's either Jacques or Jacquees. French. Or... Or Jacquees. No, it's not. Ja- Why? What? It's something. It's, it's gotta be Jacquees. Because why does he have two E's? Uh, that's uh, Jacques. It's spelled J A C Q U E S. That's Jacques. <laughs> no, the philosopher Jacques Cousteau. You J-A-C- think he know who the hell that is? I'm I'm certain he doesn't know. <laughs> exactly, Jacquees or whoever the hell this guy is. <laughs> Uh, he's a young money it's singer. Keys, Jackies. Yeah, Jackies. Um, well, maybe it's Jackie. Jackie. <laughs> uh, he said, "Young G, Young Thugger decided to hop on Instagram and call him handsome with the three dot dots." <laughs> it's definitely Jackie. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Um, so guys, would you rather be called handsome by a coworker, or would you rather have someone call your child a snack? You can come out and try to snack all day long. Yeah, I wouldn't be offended by that. Is that real? Was that real offense? Plus, yeah. it's 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 a side. You know what I mean? Like that is that is the baby to be. I mean, he's like the second coming of Blue Ivy. I mean, it's not like it's Luna who just sits there like a like a plastic doll. Like what you want? You know, it's the real deal out here. Insulting babies on the show. I'm yeah, just saying, one. like if you're gonna be a baby, you be one with writing credits. You know. Features well. Just throw it out there. Nas did it first. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know her. <laughs> oh. uh, so, Bill, would you rather be Jacquees in this situation or um, Assad? I'd rather be Assad. I, I don't. I don't. I don't want Young Thug calling me anything. Actually, okay. not coworker. Not head. I don't even. I, no thanks. Um, lace shorts are coming in style. Apparently, mm, Jesus. No, they're not. <laughs> Who made that up? Get this out of here. <laughs> not make this up. It's out there. Um, and people are starting to come into it. Um, so, yeah, you can pick up your lace shorts um, where all fine shorts are sold, I'm sure. <laughs> fine shorts, Jason. Fine shorts are sold. You know, like when they say find the book. So, guys, I want to know, are you going with the lace trend or are you going with the romp him? The romper trend. Which one are you going with? The lace or the romper? All day. Ever the lace. I'm Never not. The, you're not doing lace decks. Ever the lace. No sir. Dex, you stuffing yourself in a romper all day long. Stuffed <laughs> in that romper. I'd rather be stuffed in a romper than busting out of some lace. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> God, child romper or lace? <clears throat> Jason. Don't say neither. You're not saying neither. You can't say neither. You just had me throw, throw myself into a, a romper. Romper or lace? Which one you want? I'm, we're, we're definitely going with the romper. I'm not going to be called dead in lace. Like, that's not happening. <laughs> Bill, I know you're thinking about it. 
A wrong one. You know, you know <laughs> who I'm thinking about. I'm trying to find out where he can accessorize with better. <laughs> no, I, I, I wouldn't be caught dead in that lace. Now, y'all, would, now three weeks ago, y'all was saying if someone was Jason, caught in a romper. Move on. You gave us no other option. Don't you even dare. You Jason, should I'm just saying. You are you going to answer? Three weeks ago. So you are wearing lace? So I, I won't wear a romper, but I didn't say it was like bad. Them two did, and you did too. Jason, so you're going to wear the lace? So you're clearly like Team Lace. <laughs> I don't gotta wear. I don't gotta wear that little um lace flannel that go with it. Like I don't gotta. I don't gotta wear this. So you just don't wear the lace panties. Like you don't that's wear what the you lace panties. <laughs> the okay. lace see through shirt, shorts, the boxes. What's your thong showing? Lace boxes. The lingerie. <laughs> you like the, you like you, you like the breeze. You want to catch that breeze? <laughs> at least at least the lace goes past your knees. Where's the one? What drawers are you know. wearing in these? Like what? I'm wearing. I'm wearing some boxer briefs. <laughs> some plain black boxer briefs, so you can't see nothing. I, I'm mm. unable. I'm like I'm unable. I don't want. I don't want you to. See, I don't want to ever see you in lace. I promise you, our friendship is over. <laughs> Moving I'm on. Wear that polka dot romper. A couple of airlines are under fire um, right now. What else? Uh, Thank God, I'm gonna buy me some stock. United is under fire because this is the press release. Professional classical violinist Jennifer Carrera on her way to play summer session or summer season, I should say, with the Missouri Symphony Orchestra was in the process of boarding her flight from Houston to St. Louis when the United supervisor refused to permit her to carry her violin onto the plane. Ms. Correa uh, explained that it was necessary for the instrument, instrument to remain with her and asked what her options would be because airlines generally permit musicians to carry violins on board. The United Supervisor told Ms. Correa that there were no options and became belligerent when Correa asked for her name. Without provocation, I can't get past that. Without provocation, the supervisor for the Chicago-based carrier then lunged for Miss Carrera's case. What? <laughs> I don't want a, you to lunge for well, a I'll be, case. Uh, I'll be getting arrested today. <laughs> and tried to wrestle it away from the musician. Carrera screamed for help. The United Supervisor threatened to call security. Carrera responded, please do, at which point the supervisor ran away. Uh, the attack on Carrera, <laughs> who holds a master's degree That's in right. violence. From Rice University in Houston, and who has performed with the Arkansas and Memphis symphonies, caused her to miss her plane, which will force her to miss her first rehearsal for the Missouri Symphony Orchestra. As of this evening, Carrera, who is concerned about possible damage to her hand from the attack Jesus. by the United right. So Thank you. That's scenario number one. Um, or would you rather uh, be American Airlines, um, who lost his guy's golf clubs, Michael Budakavali, would? Withdrew Monday from his last chance to play in the U.S. Open qualifier after American Airlines could not track down a bag containing his clubs with priority tags. He had flown on a red eye from Ecuador to Miami and was dismayed to find that even though he made it to his early morning tea time at the Florida Jupiter Hills Golf Club, his clubs had gone missing. Uh, he tweeted the airline saying, thank you, American Airlines. One golf bag with priority tags on a plane and the only bag you can't find. Um, unfortunately, had to withdraw from the U.S. Open oh sectionals. My oh my God! They wished him terrible. luck, saying that we're going to try to find your bag, but he said it's too late. I already withdrew. You need to do your job in the first place. So he's going to miss out on a chance of a lifetime to play in the U.S. Open. Oh so guys, my! Be, this wasn't the experience we had planned for you. Our <laughs> sincere <laughs> apologies. 
wasn't the experience we had planned for you. <laughs> that that would piss me off. Bill has oh, lost it. <laughs> so would you rather be United Airlines? Do you Airlines? understand that if I put these babies on a flight and they lose them as I'm going to play for the U.S. Open, I am going to sue the draws <laughs> and the lace draws off of every single person working for American Air. Like, do you, do you understand how precious these things – like, people – uh, for the record, they did end up finding the clubs, um, and he did thank them for finding the clubs, but he still had to withdraw from the tournament. Do you know how much money them. that is? Like, do you... and the, and the violence, like, it, like I don't even know which is worse because, like, as a violinist, when I used to sing for the, when I used to, when I was in high school and I sang for all city, like I was in the all city choir, I was in all city orchestra. When we used to rehearse with the Philadelphia Orchestra. If they were late, they were docked. Their pay was docked two thousand dollars a minute. That was ten years ago. Are you kidding me? You made me miss my first rehearsal. That's like a hundred and fifty thousand. Like I would, good <laughs> God Almighty, I would be suing everybody all over the place, everywhere. And then my hands, which are insured because I'm a violinist, for probably like a million dollars. They were broken. My hands are broken. I can no longer play. I feel a pain in my hand. It's distracting me. They're broken. I will never <laughs> so play even, violin again. If they weren't broken, you would go to court in a cast. Yes, they were. They are broken. I would wrap that hand up and say, "Look at what he. Look at the damage he's done." <laughs> I, I have a master's degree in violin. I have a master's degree, and I will never be able to use it. I'm stuck teaching in Philadelphia, probably a teacher. <laughs> See for myself after the massive attack I suffered at the hands of this heathen. I'm, your like, I'm so unable with these two situations. Like you have never pissed me off more than with these two situations. As somebody who can play the violin and somebody who is an avid golfer, I am pissed at both of these airlines, and I want both of them to go under so I can have cheap airlines. <laughs> That's all you want. That's all you want. Just cheap flight. Dex, would you rather be American or United? Real quick. Uh, you're not in it. <laughs> Whatever. I ain't, I ain't playing no violin or no golf. Whatever. <laughs> Texas BS Report! All right, all right, all right. So, you guys, you really, if you're working for the government, you got to be very careful what you wish for and how you treat people. There was a man in Maine who went to the government to request, you know, some, some, some disability and, you know, he wanted to get some government assistance. They denied the man's claim. They're like, you know, we're we're not gonna we're not gonna do it for you. We're not gonna we're not gonna approve your claim. So the guy was really really upset and slammed down a cup. The cup actually happened to have the cup happened to be full of bed bugs. He sent them flying oh. across the the mm. room or whatever. So they had to close down they had to close down the building in order to kind of you know obviously get the bed bugs out of there. But a lot of people are so afraid to return to work because you just don't know like if the bed bugs are still around. Oh. Like, how do you gather a cup full of <laughs> You know, it was up. funny when I was reading it, I kept trying to find, like, where did you find them? Like, where did you get them yeah, from? He got like, them did from you home. have them in your he dirty stole, ass house? He scooted them into a cup and took them with him. Well, maybe that's why he needs the assistance. But a cup full is, like, at least at least 20 bed bugs. Like, at least. That covers the had a whole bunch. All he had to do was take a cup and scoot it along. <laughs> 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 
where did you find are those in his house? That is disgusting. Um speaking of Those things are biting the crap out of him. That is like ugh. Speaking of cups, doctors are warning women to just be very careful with um, using wasp nests. Um, what's happening, there's a new trend that's going around that women are actually using um, wasp, they're, they're using wasp nests to tighten and rejuvenate their vaginas. No, they're not. Um, yeah, so what they're doing, some online retailers currently are actually selling oak gals, which are the nests that house wasps eggs um, that they, before the eggs hatch. <laughs> what they're doing is they're they're touting them as a natural way to tighten up the female genitalia. The product reportedly is crushed into a paste and applied topically. Look at how I'm doing my fingers. They're <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically, what they're doing is they're crushing the wasp the, um, wasp eggs and they're placing on their vagina so that they can keep it you know tight and rejuvenated. So this is a problem because it actually causes like bacteria and also like you know it's really not supposed Naturally. to be there anyway. So if you guys are doing that, like please stop. And lastly, there is, you know, there's a lot of power in religion. You know, when a pastor is telling you something like nine times out of ten, it's probably the right thing to do. Will, would you agree? If it sounds stupid, don't do it. I'm sorry, what? Nine times out of ten, if a pastor is telling you to do something, it makes sense to do, correct? No, Uh, use your logic. Question things. Things have to be questioned. I question my pastor all the time on a regular basis. Well, I think a lot of these women did um, question this pastor. So what happened was there was a pastor who was doing... (laughs) You can't even get it out. You can't even get it out. He was doing a ritual. He's doing a ritual with a lot of his female um parishioners. This one was eating their butts or something stupid like that. <laughs> no, don't ruin my story. He's doing a ritual with them, and like he asked them to lift up their robes. So they all lifted up their robes for him, and then this one woman, she actually sued him. She realized that like. It was a little like moist in the back behind her, so she looked back oh. and she asked him, "What was he doing?" Oh, no, he told her to oh. relax and calm down because, like you know, she needs it, it, um her anus actually needs to be glazed in order for the ritual to be complete. Long story short, yeah. if, a person, if a pastor's <laughs> asking you to um lift up your robes, just you know, be careful. And that is Dex's BS report for the week. He so said it was purification because. They said he was purif- purifying them because you know all of mm-hmm. the waste comes from the anus. Ah, 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 Feeling it. So the pastor humbly ate their asses so that he could make sure. <laughs> he was sealing, uh, seal- sealing everything in. It reminds me of a story in the Bible where the woman decided to wash Jesus' feet. Not at all. Like not. not <laughs> I, I am. I am. I've been so unable this whole show. <laughs> like. Glazing has brought a world of foolishness today. Like, what is going on? And that story was actually on a wasn't it a Mexican court drama or court show or something like that? It was like Mexican Judge Judy, and they went on there and she was like suing the guy because <laughs> the woman was pissed. Like, I've she never was seen pissed. <laughs> and she Judge was Judy- pissed when she found out that the tongue went in her butt. Like, she didn't realize, like, gee, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Like, you, you waited till the tongue got in your butt to realize something was wrong. I, I mean, look, she was desperate. She wanted to be cleansed. Okay. Oh, Lord. Time for seats. Bill. Uh, okay. He's got nothing. I, no, I actually, I do. I want to give a seat, first and foremost, to all of the people who played in my face on Facebook, okay? Literally, I, well, they, that is my seat. Like, I, your Facebook <laughs> post is my seat as well. So this is very, very interesting. Like... Well, I'm sure yours is going to be a seat for a different reason. I posed a serious question for these people, 
to get a conversation going for certain people who I know ain't got nothing happening. And these fools decided to play on my Facebook. So the question, let me, let me just give y'all a little bit of this. I pose a serious question. If you were to die today or tomorrow, how would your, how would your family, how would your, you know, your friends finance the funeral? Not really and sure why that should be taken serious. You're dead. Yeah, yeah, it's just like a random, random question. I'm dead as hell. Like, why, why am I going to do And these fools put up fish fries and ghost right. and all sorts of, ma- somebody, I, somebody on the show said, it don't matter to me. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all deserve seats. It's so funny My when he's going to respond like and say, oh, well, you know your aunt know how to fry fish like nobody's business. What? I thought that That's the right. PayPal credit option was actually a viable option. And also the rush card situation would have uh, <laughs> Super accurate. Like, That's I did that. Definitely going to work. I've had enough. I've had more than enough of y'all. And the can second you, can thing, you finance a funeral? <laughs> you probably yeah, like, take me. I'm sure. You can put it on PayPal. Um, and the second thing, I mean, yeah, because Walmart Walmart sells caskets online, so you can like pay and play one of them, put a casket on layaway. You could buy the whole like funeral. You could buy that wig. You could buy like <laughs> one of those suits to put on. That just like yeah. the suit front though, that's open in the back. So you don't I, <laughs> they split it open. Put some lace on them. Um, my second seat has to go to the Pretty fact short. that like it is June the sixth, and I am still going to work every single day like this school year has dragged on and it is dragging on day after day after day after day i am ready for a break i am worn out and i need a break uh dex could you imagine going to work like 52 weeks a year day after day after day i couldn't (laughs) believe it if i had to clock in every day God. I know, isn't it ridiculous? Like, I'm ready oh my for this thing God. Man, this is like Could you imagine? Crazy. What would I it's do if I didn't have my summer off? Oh! I don't know. <laughs> unreal. It is unreal. But I'm ready because um, the foolishness has piled up high enough and I'm just ready to be finished. At least y'all are dealing with... Never mind. At least what? I just... Y'all are dealing with foolishness with like kids and stuff like that. No, These kids are around beating their principals in the face with bricks and jumping people on Sheldon. I don't have time. Yeah, but like, I get my issues at work come from a TV show or movie's not doing too well. So everyone wants to call you and scream at you because nobody's going to watch a movie. Like, that is oh, so you have first world problems. World. So you That's have first world problems. Lucrative and exciting job to me. Yeah, super exciting to be like, why is nobody watching this movie? I don't know why nobody watching this movie. I have nothing to do with it. But what's your job? You're a journalist. Go find out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, my seat actually. It's Will's Facebook status as well. Um, so I have a really big issue with blanket statements, and and I specifically have an issue with blanket statements when they're directed towards African Americans. And there's a man on Will's status. I think his name was Michael or something like that. Oh, we're not supposed to say names. But anyway, so <laughs> this man writes on there, he says, well, I have a life insurance. Like, Will's status was basically, um, if you die today or tomorrow, like, how would people, like, take care of you or whatever? How would it be paid for? So this man writes on there, well, I have, like, a life insurance policy, and I'll be well taken care of because my family will need those funds because I won't be around. And cool, gotcha. I know for a fact, basically, that black people are the ones who don't have these life insurance policies, whereas white people do. 
First of all, that's not accurate. That's not true. That's it's very inaccurate. And, and like when I saw it, I was just like, that doesn't even make any sense. I know people who don't even have a 401k. They're African Americans, don't even have a 401k, don't even know what a 401k is, but they have a life insurance policy. I know them personally. So like don't say that. And then I'm just like, you know what? I'm a critical thinker. I'm a journalist. Let me do some research. 60% of African Americans have a life insurance policy. So like when you versus 30% of um, Caucasian Americans or white Americans, whatever you want to call them, like do not go out and make a blanket statement like that before you do your research because somebody's going to call you out. So then of course, obviously I had time this morning. So I called them out on it. I actually told him that I cringed when I read his status because I did. I was so disgusted that uh, this, this man will write that. And he told me, oh, don't cringe or whatever. Like, I'm, I don't understand. I'm, I'm sorry that your facts don't, um, don't match up to mine or something like that. First of all, you're not speaking facts. You're speaking of opinion. He said, like, I see a lot of black people posting, like, GoFundMe's go and stuff like that. Okay, then your friends are broke. Like, that's what it is. But you need to get yourself together. But you can't sit there and say all black people are some type of way just because your circle is that way. Because mine is not that way. So, sir, you can be seated with your basic. So, um, my seat is going to go to um, this study that was done. The CNN published with the following headline, researchers analyzed 183 hours of body cam footage. Studies suggest police speak less respectfully to black drivers. Um, no way. Duh. We Shut didn't up. need this research project and 183 hours of body cam footage to tell you that. We've been telling you guys that for the last 35, 45, 100, actually since we've been in this country. Like, we've been telling you guys that for the better part of 300 years now. Like, don't tell me and don't act like it's a revelation that now that your research has proven it, that now it's a fact. That's BS. No, How about you listen fact. to the people that you claim to be supporting in your community and believe us when we tell you stuff? Why would we make that up? Why would we make stuff like this up? Why would we make up the fact that Black Lives Matter? Like, that's not something we're proud to say. Like, like that's not something we have to push. We shouldn't have to push that. We're in America. We don't have to say white lives matter because we already know they do. Like, it's stupid. And, and the fact that we have to have research to just prove us right pisses me off. It's, it's so stupid. My second seat is going to go to um, <laughs> this apartment complex uh, in, um, where is this at? Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, it says tenants at a second floor apartment complex are told there will be no stairs until Thursday. Now they are stuck and unable to leave. Here's a picture of the apartment complex and Hold the on. repaired <laughs> stairs right there. <laughs> Where do you think they these people... steps? What can they do? Like y'all need to provide a ladder or like what? You can't what? just have people stuck on the second floor of an apartment complex with nowhere to go. Like Get comfortable. <laughs> What do you yeah, like calling I mean, off for work? Oh, and say, I, would love I can't come like, today oh, I can't because come our work. stairs are out. We like, ain't got no stairs. Bill. I know <laughs> I can't come to work. We ain't got no stairs. Look, <laughs> they're gonna fire you so fast. Come smash so the stairs out of here. I'll be right at home. So those are my seats. Um, anybody else? All right, I guess that means our hearts and minds are clear. Don't forget, to, uh, tell Wait, a friend. You didn't say we have any shout outs or anything. I'm not done. I'm about you. I'm about you. I got you. I got you. Don't forget, tell, tell a friend uh, about the show. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube as well as our podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Um, tell a friend about the show and comment. Please leave us a comment if you like the show, if you didn't like it, or just interact with us on our Facebook pages um, like a couple of people did tonight, including um, one of our newest people who interacted with us on Facebook this week. Uh, their name is Nikki the T, at Nikki the T. Um, so shout, shout out to you watching the show. I really appreciate it. Um, interacting with us. 
Anybody else have shout outs? Do you remember that season uh, yes. we were too good to shout people out? I didn't like that. Yeah, I didn't shout like that. Shout out to what? Instead. Not necessarily a shout out, but I do want to sh- send a shout out to um to Julie and, and the guys and girls over there at in the mix. Um, make sure you guys tune into that um seven o'clock on Tuesday nights. It's a great show. You I, you definitely love it, and it goes off right in the nick of time for you to get prepared and watch Pro Talk. So like, it's a perfect marriage. We'll take it okay, on Tuesday. Okay, Steve Harvey, someone's whole night. Huh? <laughs> okay, Steve Harvey, right. taking someone's whole night. Oh, not me. <laughs> I don't. I'm not on the show, but I do have another show that's called at the moment. You can hear that on Mondays at twelve o'clock. Uh, and, um, and, and your other show um, on WDAS. Oh, I mean, they get enough promotion. They don't need my promotion. <laughs> 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 um, but I will say, though, if you guys are out this weekend or even tomorrow when you're thinking about lunch, I would personally recommend this new salad from what Wendy's. What we're not going to do. Uh, no. Right. Are they signing a check? Until okay. Wendy signs a check our way, we'll be done with that. Next. When you say our way, does that mean like all yes, our way? Yes, our way. way. <laughs> my name is on a check. Okay. Strawberry chicken mango salad. Get it. So, I would like to shout out uh, the usual cast of characters who are watching Terrell, uh, Jennifer, Kim, uh, Glenn, uh, Deja, because Deja is like always every morning. These are like my students, class of 2017, um, who graduates next week. Um, Super proud of you guys. Uh, So, thank you all for supporting the show. We really appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much. We really do. All right, tell uh, you. Diana, thank you also for watching the show because she comes like to work and she talks about it. So thank you all. I really appreciate it. I love it. Ta? All my supporters are here on the show oh, with me. Just right. kidding. <laughs> Thanks for tuning into the show. Uh, this has been another edition of Bro Talk Live. Don't forget to check us out. Tell your friends. Uh, we, as always, we end with Dex's smiling face and uh, we're out. <laughs>